28th of People Like Games. If you don't know by now, aside from being uncultured swine, you are pretty, pretty, pretty far behind because what we're trying to tell you is that one day we're going to be really popular and we're going to lose touch with our initial listeners. And so what you want to do (laughs) is be like, yo, I listened to them before they got big and sold out and now they suck. And so... This is the prime time, yeah, man. This go. is exactly. this is like the season one of your favorite show that you'll come back to. So, and you're like, wow, this is when they were exactly. actually humble, humble yeah. individuals and just, who just just cared lost about, about people, it. and then instead it, they got money and they got they got Spotify. Yeah, and we got Spotify and title, yeah, man. They out of here. They're gone. <laughs> oh, getting everybody but, on. Oh, that's true. We do have iTunes. Good, good point. Good speaking, point. It is title. Spotify, Spotify title. title. Come, come on. on, still. Which speaking of the plug, be sure to subscribe. But before we even get into that i'm so low yeah and, and I'm low. this is obviously the show because now you know anywho yeah. we are in a pretty dire state in terms of interesting news for the past couple of days to be frankly honest with you guys before we get into it so that's true you know we're not going to be Slow week. Let's go it's with that. Slow it's a week. slow week. It's exactly. not a big deal. I mean, shit yeah, happens. So we're going to try and make it as exciting as possible. But sometimes, you know, news just exactly. has a bad so, week. You know, and that's just this you know, And so we're just going to, you know, keep it easy, keep it light. Uh, even for the final app today, you're not going to get a sort of question in relation to the gaming industry as a whole, but rather a series of questions between Lilo and I. So you guys get to know us a little bit because... If you're not going to be seeing our faces, you might as well get to know our personalities. Anyway, anyway. Nice. Um, yep. Yeah, give them the oh, outline. That, give them the outline. Uh, what are so, we expecting on As you know. Format-wise, oh, format not content-wise. Well, I'm going to let Lilo content. give it to you because yeah. I'm too lazy <laughs> to explain that. But at the same time, at People Like Games is the Twitter. Follow. Hit us up, interact. We're always chatting. We're always chilling. Please, yo, we got we got several people hitting us up, whether it be through Reddit or I guess and on Twitter. Wise guy, shout out, Josh. yo, just yo, yeah, come, uh, come, let us know that you're out there yeah. and you're actually listening. It's really endearing. It's nice. It's uh, definitely gives us a nice boost for the next episode coming in because we're like, wow, yeah, people actually seriously. listen. But I digress. Um, to give you a heads up, you know, this episode, like we started last week, we're gonna start out with this intro of next, some highlights that we think about in the that we thought would be interesting to tell you in the industry. Not too much to talk about there. Uh, we'll go into our quick scope, and our quick scope will be a little bit longer, tenured topics. Quick scope of the industry, go through what we thought was interesting, let you know, you know, what's going on, essentially. Followed by I'll be doing a game spotlight. And that'll be hopefully pretty cool. Something you can look forward to in the future. And then at the end, we're going to have our final lap subject to change. Yes, that name. We're we're, going to hear that name changes. We're not sure what our naming conventions are just yet because we want to make them sort of game centric. But we don't want to be cheesy. But yeah. We don't know. We're fluid. We're fluid. We're, we, well, we yeah, call this the iterative process. So we're open to polls, and yes. those polls are also subject to be ignored by me, as Lilo knows. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, without much, uh, yeah, then without much further ado, let's yeah. uh, let's get into our first segment here. So, um, Street Fighter is going to be leading us off because apparently uh, they want to make a television show about it. It looks like the company or the TV production company Entertainment One is going to be creating a series based on the universe. Um, I don't understand why people choose this sort of game IP to make shows and movies about it. Like something like The Witcher, which is happening over 
Dude, did you not see I mean, the, the movie? movie was Come corny on, man, as the movie fuck, was but great. that's why people loved it. But like, you know, you know they're kids, gonna try so to treat epic. it really seriously. Same way they try to like ruin the Ninja Turtles. Like, let's do serious monster CGI and characters. But regardless, um, awful. that's about all I have to say about that. That I, I just don't understand why they picked this IP I, and why they never understand that there's a lot of good IP out there of games that they could use and that they don't understand how to use them. Anyway, next. Yep, that's next. Uh, we got something interesting about Xbox. So Xbox originally came out, well, there was a story that came out on PC Games um, on the 27th, sorry. Microsoft was planning on banning offensive language via the Xbox, Skype, and other services. The, ja- the change would come as part of the terms of service agreement that's going to go into effect on May 1st. But uh, according to Mike Yabarro, who is the vice president of Xbox, he said that that policy change of, you know, offensive language and whatnot will not take place on Xbox Live on May 1st. So, Solo can curse all he wants, but I do think it's interesting that they're trying to, uh, you know, we t- sort of touched on this last week where you have a toxic environment. What's a way to curb that? Is it to prevent people from cursing? It no, I don't think the that's mute the answer, button. but we'll find out. Anywho. At the yeah, same time, the they backtracked because 24 hours earlier they had mentioned Xbox, I think, but then the uproar about that simultaneously made them backtrack and be like, well, we, we didn't say Xbox, did we? We didn't. We, no, we didn't. We didn't. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Either way. Uh, that's something to look out for. Up, Up next, next. Uh, we have Zippo, the lighter company, is partnering up with Panda Global, a fighting game focused North American esports organization. It is one of the major non-endemic esports uh, first time partnerships, non-endemic being uh, non-usual, endemic being part of the scene for a long time from its origins, which just not being the case. Um, Grammar lessons with Solo. That's how we roll. I teach you more than games. I teach you life and culture and art and... Get out of here. Zippos, which are, you know, pretty interesting to see that sort of company um, enter into the marketplace. I would be very excited to see Marlboro enter, but more realistically, I think Zippo entering (laughs) in is a... Uh perfect example of the fact that weed and or marijuana and quote unquote cannabis related companies are going to be uh you know it's legalized in a lot of states um it's going to be big that's next up so first it's zippo then it's weed next all right next we got PUBG Mobile, the game that came out recently, it actually dropped it right right around the same time that Fortnite was giving out those invitations. If you remember, we covered that a couple weeks ago. But what's interesting about PUBG Mobile is that the game is getting dominated by mouse and keyboard players. It's another article according to PC Games, but it's pretty interesting considering anyone with an Android device and Bluetooth can pair up mouses and keyboards to their devices. If you're on an, um, a Microsoft surface or anything like that, any type of, um, pad, or even if you have an emulator on your computer and you can stream, you can download Android games onto your computer, you can play with mouse and keyboard. It's no surprise to me, considering people are trying to find ways to win the game. They want that hybrid dopamine. Uh, funny story. I played it for the first time. I downloaded it last week. Hey-o. And I told Solo that, you know, casual when you're playing the game, naturally, most of the time at work, you're it, on the It was toilet, a while you situation. <laughs> It was Wally Poo. So I was uh, I was at work and I actually sat on the toilet for half an hour and got the first win of the PUBG mobile hey. scene for myself. It was my first gameplay hey. and I got the first win. There was no mouse and keyboard people. And if there were, I feel bad hey. for them because I beat them while and I was shitting. And then he fell down so. because his legs fell asleep because you shouldn't sit on the toilet for half an yeah, hour. My, my legs were pretty, pretty numb. It was a half an hour. It was a long, long, long time. But... Yeah, um, cheaters. Cheaters everywhere. PUBG's had a problem with them, and no surprise. Next. Speaking of nothing related to the topic you were just speaking about. Yeah, what? what? Uh, <laughs> really interesting. I think you're swing well, that. it was better than my other idea, which was going to be uh, speaking of uh, poor segues. So I guess that still stands simultaneously. Anyway, uh, I, I'm sad. If I'm you're sad for the familiar listeners. with the Overwatch League, uh, the team 
the New York Excelsior, and which were the champions of these recent Stage 2 playoffs, um, are going to have one of their players, Sebi Obi, uh, Jong Ryo Park, uh, throwing out a first pitch at the Mets-Phillies game on April 2nd at City Field. Um, that is not surprising. The owner of the New York Excelsior is also the owner of the New York Mets. The uh, cross-promotional event makes sense. Uh, it's also, just even if that is a cynical take on it, the first such uh, event, I would say, you know, in American sports where you have an esports player toss out a first pitch. Pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. It's a big scene too, New York. I mean, where else would you want to do it? Though, I think the interesting thing about this article, even though we're not supposed to digress, uh, is just that this is the first time Excelsior has ever been to New York. The entire Korean team has never been to New York. All the teams are doing. um, All the teams are doing tours around the actual states that they are based in right now. Yeah, Yeah, thank fucking God, because they represent that state. That's only people who. It'd be like someone representing the United States and not being the from the United States. The only people who are happy like, about that are the Seoul, <laughs> the Seoul Dynasty. Anyway, uh, now true. on to Quickscope. <laughs> on to Quickscope. Uh, wait, wait, we're in Quickscope? I thought I had oh, one wait, more. No, I, no, no. Just kidding. This will be, be quick. Wait. And trust me, this is, this I is missed up, that up one. next. That's it's on just, me. Uh, man, no worries. Yeah, that yeah. is on you. Uh, last topic in the next section we have an upcoming event on Overwatch. This is in line with what we were just talking about, Excelsior and whatnot, but uh, Overwatch will probably officially be dropping the Uprising starting April 10th, in case you're wondering, and it was based off of the Overwatch Twitter, and you can see the updates. It says, initiating archive declassification, mission files unlock on April 10th, retweet to confirm. Uh, just be on the lookout. It's something else that's coming up. I love the Omnic event last year and it's just awesome awesome little events they have four times a year yeah i think it's sweet absolutely okay now yes, we're done that and on to that is on scale. me uh as i said i i was just so excited <laughs> about the article that's leading off quick scope which is that the yeah, yeah. uh splatoons have if you're aware splatoon's a game for the nintendo switch splatoon 2 which is a one of the most popular titles, uh, has a very unique uh, visual design and element. Splatoon, Splatoon 2, 2 specifically. specifically. Yes. Uh, has a very specific uh, visual uh, design. And one of the producers, who is uh, Hisashi Nogami, mentioned that it was inspired by skateboarding and hip-hop. In particular, uh, the fact that uh, with the upcoming... Uh, was that, what would that what would that be called? DLC, the first major update for the game, a new chapter called Octo Expansion. Okay. Uh, the trailer takes place in a subway, but two of the main characters, titled Marina and Pearl, happen to be dressed up like rappers, Tupac and Biggie. And a couple of weeks ago, we had found a story, and we were going it. to put it up, and I was like, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. that's not proven. And to see it sort of. Uh, confirmed here was pretty cool and it was also interesting in that he commented that hip-hop culture has a sort of darkness as something we kept in mind when making this expansion i think that's a a pretty shrewd observation for 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 them no like seriously like there is a, there is a darker element to hip-hop as a, as a music and I, I think to, I to mean, pay like where it came from the areas that it, everything that it was wrapped about to, like the topics the, of conversation absolutely like yes it's not a light exactly. subject by any means and, unless you think about yeah, Dickie. oh my god <laughs> I was just thinking about that him and Ninja man I'm a group I'm grouping them all we're all in the same yeah 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 anyway anyway uh, it is hopefully you know more games are going to be inspired or you know more designers speak about the influence I think it's of cool hip hop. To hear that exactly, it was to have it confirmed. Right, it, it's really cool that like it's confirmed that a different mm-hmm. culture too. Like some the people who are making Splatoon two enjoy hip hop. I mean, the rap scene out in Japan. I, I've seen you've seen K pop yeah. and shit like that, and K rap and J rap mm-hmm. and all that stuff. There's obviously a scene there. I just and just think nice it's sort of ridiculous that, that people, people just put like a, a fucking letter aspects. before it. It's like it's K pop. It's like you can't just be pop music. It's got to be Korean pop music. Dude, it is I know, Korean I get pop it. music, though. You see those videos? They're I get it, but it's, genre. A, That's like it's, fucking it's so totally funny. I, I just look totally at it like a, a directory, you know? 
No, I got you. It's just like an identifier. It's, in front. it's still pops, yes, but like you, you can, you can anyway, isolate. Either yeah. way, you good? that's all. That's all. We that's good? all I got on that right, end. Then. That's all I got on that end. Uh, next up, we got something that a lot of people probably won't care about because this faded from the news very shortly after it launched, considering all of the uh, the backlash and hype and sadness that came with this game. But No Man's Sky, I know you haven't heard that in a while. Uh, is officially coming out with its biggest update yet, and it will be also launching on Xbox One coming this summer. So, uh, Hello Games, the developer behind the space exploration, No Man's Sky, announced earlier, I guess on the 28th, or sorry, early on the 29th, that the largest update is going to come along in the summer, along with the drop on Xbox One. I guess it's an important step for them. They're excited to expand out from the PlayStation exclusive that they had. And really, I mean, I don't have much more now to say Xbox other than players have if you're a, a fan chance of the game, to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you have an opportunity to play it, but at the same time, it'd be like you have an opportunity to play a game that hopefully is, they claim, more robust mm-hmm. than at launch. And that was the biggest I'm gonna wait. fallback and yeah. drawback, rather, well, to We'll, we'll no see Man's what game. happens with this patch it's, because it will be very um not instrumental it'll be very instructive i guess in terms of what sea of thieves could potentially do down the line which sort of bleeds into our next story because as i had mentioned yeah and leo had mentioned as well i think maybe which is i I had read an article a while back now it's sort of a cliche which is sea of thieves is sort of no man's sky-esque where it was promised as something that was going to be ready on arrival and instead sort of happens to be just a skeleton for a really really fun experience if you get into the right group or with friends but which doesn't really have a uh, longevity of appeal and so uh you know coming out with this new chapter whatever it's called with No Man's Sky, you know, so far Sea of Thieves has not managed to be able to fix their issues pretty well either. Uh, it's only been a week. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to been, him, but to close down the servers for three days and then to release a patch that happens to be literally the size of the entire game. So you have to re-download the entire game in addition to your game that's already there. And then, you know, it's it's tough to criticize it because apparently Microsoft is touting like a two million in sales number and they're claiming that that has nothing to do with uh, what's it called? Uh, Nothing to do with Game Pass. So if you exclude, which I I would definitively include in, in that tally and to be like how much of the which, again, even if you have Game Pass, it doesn't matter because even just yeah, like two days ago, first on the first couple of days, they banned new players, if you don't recall, because their servers weren't able to handle capacity. And now they're releasing this patch framework. And then, then they want to do the death tax on players who died in-game. And then now, if you played... Yeah. They wanted to, they didn't, though, which is good. And I then mean, if, an idea, if but, you have the game pass, let's... you weren't able to log on to the game because apparently when you tried to log on, it would ask you to insert the disc. So it was resolved, don't get me wrong, but like to have all those bugs is granted forgivable, but so far it has good streaming hours. Like I I can't say Sea of Thieves is a failure in terms of its, you know, revenue generated, but No Man's Sky had great initial sales and numbers too, which fell off a curve, you know, there's a, there's a, The, the goal is to increase the longevity, to improve, to maintain consistency in the product, and to improve player retention. Let's go I with don't that. Know. If, if, right now, if, if Rare uh, isn't doing it, then what would be a, a different way to go about that? I don't know. Um, Rare, either way. I guess the summary of that, that ramble, <laughs> was... Uh, they're coming out with a patch for Sea of Thieves already, and the patch is the same size as the game itself, 19 gigabytes, which is insanity. And uh, Sea of Thieves has touted, Microsoft has touted, very good sales numbers, 2 million in total, plus uh, that in Game Pass. So I just want to give you a heads up. Yes, All right? but that's all. what can you do? All right, 
moving on to the next topic in quick scope. This relates to a topic we covered a week ago about Epic Games and how they are releasing sort of their IP rights to Paragon and all of the, um, I guess, all of the models that go along with the Unreal Engine and Paragon, the game itself. Valve is following suit and doing something similar where it's open, it's allowing its open source networking tools to be used by developers, okay? And this is not requiring you to have access to Steam itself, but they're trying to open source the game networking sockets for developers, which is a basic transport layer for games. And essentially, it's gonna help people create games that can access the internet a lot easier. It works with Linux guys, but the idea behind this is that they're following suit for Epic Games, which I had touted as being a very good move by the company because Paragon was shut down. What are you going to do with all that stuff that you invest money into? Well, you're going to release it to the people so that they can expand your name, free marketing, and also create new content Most for you. games are made from later, mods, so, so pretty cool. they might as well do yeah. and open themselves up right. to this. And so... And this is Valve's one of the few attempts that they've made at uh, giving tools to developers to do this stuff. Well, not one of the few, but one of the tools they've yeah. used. Let's that makes go sense. That. So, anyway, pretty cool. Uh, on to just a little uh, Fortnite, obviously, as per usual. One thing to note, which is that the mobile game for Fortnite is now freely available. You don't need a mobile code anymore. So if you want to play, go ahead. But more importantly, uh, Fortnite apparently eliminated $6.3 billion in market value from Activision Blizzard, uh, which is basically amongst concern that the uh, fear that... That's a ridiculous I mean, these guys do in high numbers, man. Activision Blizzard's a multi, multi-billion dollar conglomerate. <laughs> like, but has, I feel like that's too No, not too really. So like Fortnite... On one game. The fears that game? Fortnite could siphon engagement and monetization away from games like Call of Duty—it's a—it's a fact. I don't—I don't think that's a, a question of whether that's happening or not. I think if a kid has money, he's not going to his Call of Duty and buying loot boxes. He's going to fucking Fortnite. Everyone's playing Fortnite. Like, it, it's just the most popular game. So, whether it has the longevity and the ability to be as sustained as something as EA or Call of Duty has done. That's another question. Is my brother asked me that the other day. He's like, "Where would you say Fortnite is right now?" And I'm like, "I want to say we're at peak Fortnite. You know, it, it's not. It, I, it, I it's not game. It could get bigger. I don't know. I, I I genuinely don't know. But I personally feel like we're at peak Fortnite, and it's just like, it's not a bubble that's gonna burst. And if it's at peak, that means it's, it's gonna. It's fall. not gonna burst. It's and... gonna slowly decrease, and then other games are gonna siphon it away. But I didn't, I didn't say burst. I mean like. What is burst in, in this sense? Like a decrease by 10, 20% over the next couple months? Or is burst like it goes down to zero? I don't know. I do think we're at peak Fortnite. Everyone's playing it. But at the same time, like you and I, when we have the opportunity, we bounce between yeah. games as well. You know, we have other multiplayer games. It's not like we're solely focused on Fortnite where we had this this rush for several several day span of just like, yo, let's just play Fortnite, let's just play Fortnite. But now it's gone to, all right, you wanna play Fortnite? Oh, let's do this first, or let's do this, you know? It's changing, and I think that same feeling of options is gonna come back to those players. They're gonna get over the initial hype they got. Or maybe they won't, who knows, hopefully not. That I agree with, that I agree with. I don't know, all right. Um, moving on to the next topic that I think is pretty awesome. Uh, we get to see inside one of the major studios that we love covering, Nintendo, and how they think. But apparently, there's an article written on Game Gamma Sutra, Gamma Sutra. I'm sorry, by Chris Kerr, that lists here's how Nintendo chooses its indie partners on Switch. <laughs> uh, Damon Baker has offered some insight into how the company chooses which developers to work with on Switch. And long story short, it's trying to not do the same thing that they did with the Nintendo Wii U, which was quantity over quality. Instead, they're picking and choosing their developers, and what they're trying to figure out is for those new indie developers that want to come out with games that um, are unique and change, they are required to pitch to Nintendo um, how they've interfaced with the industry already and how they've created their position and what they can bring to Nintendo itself. And... I mean, 
this sounds like any general <laughs> business pitch to another company, but I think it's interesting that Nintendo has essentially explicitly said that they do not want new indie partners, guys who have been untested, untried, and just come in with unique unique ideas. They want people who are... It differentiates itself from something like Steam, but that's the problem, which is like something like, say, for example, Night in the Woods, right? It's one of the... a a really interesting story-driven game. I'd really love to play, actually finish it sometime, but uh, it was uh, first on PC. So for Nintendo, it was recently brought on to Switch, right? And so for them to say an indie developer has to be proven, they need a platform to be proven. So I want to be like, you know, it's pretty cool for Nintendo to have a closed system like that. But in comparison to the fact of someone like Valve and Steam, which allows just any developer to put games up, that's where they're sort of made. And then they're brought into the outside world. So I like the idea uh, Nintendo Switch is, should be smart with the games that are coming onto its console. It should be picky. It has high stock. Its, va- its value is high right now. Like why, why water down a brand that's running two games simultaneously that are Game of the Year contenders? Right. Like, regardless of what I think about it, yeah. like they're bangers. Like, you know. Well, I mean, technically they already won but, Game uh, of the but, Year. You know, yeah, but quote, unquote, regardless. So. You know, I get what you're saying, and yes, I agree Smash could win it again. It's interesting. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you were taking the Nintendo should open it up so that people can have a platform route, or if you're saying it's you just, it's just to interesting have, like, to see how the ecosystem varies for, I guess, even the audience to know to see how a game could be found. <laughs> yeah, from niche to niche, from from, 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 a, from each exactly. Company, so, company. like, if you're comparing what. what yeah, platform what's the Nintendo platform? What's the Valve platform? It could be interesting. It could be not. But regardless, <laughs> Valve is, all about that money. Nintendo's are you mad. kidding me? Nintendo's Nintendo like, doesn't even like, decrease the Valve price like, of their games because they're like, yeah, we're not watering our shit down. No, that that's true. But yeah, they know they're gonna get purchases. Valve is like, we're just gonna spam the whole fucking market. We're take the whole Nintendo's thing. Nintendo's like Disney, of man. At the end of the day, they can money. Nintendo's like Disney. They can mask like utter capitalism in the nah. fact that they have playful kids characters you know who's like disney tencent no tencent like is disney. tencent is disney. Like disney actually yeah to be frankly honest because we talked about this which was like right disney is sort of like an intellectual property monopoly now right so if you want to use 100 owns that if you want star wars marvel thing. spider-man x-men you want disney you want pixar you want fucking anything in this world you have to pay a royalty to disney and they set the terms that shit's a monopoly. I don't think anyone's ever thought about monopolies in this way, but Disney's monopoly and That's not true. That was not a unique idea. We knew that as soon as they were buying Lucasarts, you're like, That's oh, not true. There's the same it's, it's like, the same oh, argument shit. to be made about like Google or Facebook to say, yo, they're a monopoly. You know what they, someone else can say? Well, go to another website. Don't go to Facebook. Like it, what are they I a mean, monopoly it, it of? Could. It's just exactly. But it, the argument's not yeah. that but Disney owns Monopoly, Monopoly, my heart, heart. man. Everything I love it's is owned by Disney. This sucks. They are the Shit. masters of our childhood. <laughs> but regardless, and they're fucking up Star Wars. No offense, just well, a separate rant. We need to let's let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. To the next well, we're gonna we're gonna do a full episode on why the Last Jedi is the Citizen Kane of the Star oh, Wars series. Awesome. But regardless, um, Tencent, but, which is an actual gaming monopoly and is one of the biggest gaming companies in the entire world and you're going to see, I think Polygon just did an article on it. we've been talking about Tencent because as we told you even in the beginning if you want to be in the know you got to listen to the show oh that was like a that's my Al, that's my Al Sharpton coming out man awful. that's my Al Sharpton coming out <laughs> that was regardless um, oh goodness Tencent the reason I mentioned them is because we had we wanted to I think I ran over pretty quickly an article about how Tencent had bought a five percent stake in Ubisoft, but the reason I wanted to mention this again was that the portfolio that Tencent has to justify it being one of the biggest gaming companies in the world. But <clears throat> a rough bit of accounting, this is according to a games dot uh, gamesindustry.biz article. Uh, where where this uh, number? I got I got to read this to you direct. The firm owns under 5% of Activision Blizzard, under half of Epic Games, which, guess what? 
Fortnite, happens to own uh, about 15% of Glue Mobile, 20% of Pocket Gems, a unspecified minority stake in Bluehole, which is the publisher of. And then they also happen to have a 9% ownership of Elite Dangerous, uh, developer Frontier Developments. Uh, not to mention, do you see it? I don't know if you guys are familiar with any of the games I just mentioned. Um, you might be. I think everyone is. But though there's more. Uh, additionally, it's the outright owner of Clash of Clans developer Supercell and the owner of so a little company called uh, Riot Games that has a... What's this game called that they own? Is it a... Lol. I think it's called LOL. 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 The, only, the only LOL, LOL in here is how many... LOLs, they're taking to the bank because, oh my God. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. They're just that, laughing away to the bank. And I think it's employed by the Chinese government because they own yeah. Tencent, right? They, they I want to say from definitively. It. So it's employed by the Chinese government to psychologically manipulate the masses, the youths, if you would, through general purchase, purchasing and ownership of every gaming company Seriously. ever existed. That, I, I think that's what it is. Seriously, at the end of the day, they're gonna be like, "Oh, Epic Games, we have fifty-one percent now. We own the board. We're gonna tell you in Fortnite, there's gonna be Chinese propaganda what everywhere." They're, they're then, doing like, what Disney did with shit. basically characters and creations to what to the gaming industry in essence. Just buying ownership of everyone. I guess so yeah, I can understand. Like, like I said, man, what, I what, think characters what, what, have more staying power. What do we than always say on the show? Se, if you want to, like, if you want to release in China, you pay your ten cent tax, and then you can release your games. <laughs> you're seriously. Yeah, I don't think we've ever said yeah. that, but I like where you're going with it. We're gonna yeah. always say it from now on. If you, you want, want to China, games in China, you're paying exactly. ten cent tax. Boom. Deal. And ten cent is LOLing to the bank. You could take that. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I will agree with that one. That's right. 100% true. What else we got here? All right. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to our next subject, and this is that Riot Games has confirmed that there will be an EU LCS, so European uh, League Championship Series, 8 to 10.5 million euro buy-in partnership that is not time-limited. What does this mean? League of Legends, the game we were kind of just talking about, the the lolling that they're doing, uh, they're trying to expand the the series and expand the scope of the teams to the European Union, and so um, over there, essentially, the buy-in is going to be eight to ten point five million euros, which equates to about ten million to twelve and a half million dollars um, U.S. dollars, and yeah, that's just pretty much that's like the, literally the gist of it they're just trying to go ahead and conquer all of europe with uh more in teams. comparison the pretty league of legends north american team buy-ins were 10 million and for comparison to that comparison the overwatch league team buy-ins were 20 million and then for comparison yeah, to yeah, that yeah. comparison uh, apparently uh, Activision Blizzard is trying to sell franchise spots in the second season for almost 30 to 60 million dollars uh, for twice almost if they can of the initial so uh, that'll be interesting uh, to see Yo, Blizzard's yeah. really banking not Blizzard I guess Activision is really banking on the Overwatch popularity which hey you can't fault them people are trying to get into esports and Blizzard has the most I'm not Overwatch has the back. most growth potential of any of the of the esports. That's why it's important. Exactly. Everything else has been out exactly. there. That's the reason why. I think everything else has been like Counter Strike has been out here for 10, 12 years, right? So like the growth is explosive growth stagnant. is only coming in Overwatch, Overwatch right now. Just come out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I I will agree with that. I think that's yeah. like the best point there. I but, always yeah, make the best points, but regardless, let's get it. Let's get. I, I was made the one that who point. made that point that I'm saying that's the best. Wait, 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 you, you said, said the, the point. topic, but I made I the, the point. point. Right, no, just I... get out of here. I don't want to talk to you. No. Okay. All right. That's the that's the end of quick scope. And actually, I, you know, I thought it was pretty. I thought quick. relatively speaking, in, in relative terms, yeah. From it's always relative up in you, the air. It's it's pretty quick. But um, moving on to the next topic, it will be the game spotlight. All right. Oh. <laughs> 
So for this game spotlight, I wanted to highlight a game that will be coming out tomorrow. Ooh. And when I say tomorrow, today. I mean today, because you're listening it to it right now. It's a game called Make Sale. Go buy it. And it's something I find near and dear and pretty fun, where, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Make Sale is a building game. You need builders to push the game's technical design and limits. You can be creative. You essentially have an open world of just building your own boat and ship and piling it around the world and just seeing where you're going. But I don't know if you've ever... So what I equate it to is Kingdom Hearts Gummy Ships. You had that ability, like Kingdom Hearts at the yeah. random, <laughs> random yeah. side game where you can travel from world to world and fly around but make your own ship and enjoy it. It takes those aspects, takes the aspects from a Kerbal Space Program where you can build a ship and fly it around and customize it however you want. And takes It's other like that from and No Man's Sky. Wow. It has... A, no Man's Sky, coupled with also like the artwork is sort of like what I imagine like a Wind yeah, Waker, Waker you know, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. So take a look at it. Combine all those elements in your head. It, it's fluid. It's on Steam. It's coming out today. It's called Make Sale. Looks pretty sweet. Uh, we're gonna try to hit up the developers and see if we can get free. I want to try it out and, for you guys, just like we tried out no and then have them and out other and stuff like that. then so. have them on the shows as well. So we are hopefully looking forward to having interviews with the CEO of uh, Stupid Stupid Games, who is the developers of No Reload Heroes, the uh, yeah, CEO yeah, which, and uh, head game designer of Team Gotham, which is releasing a game solo and introspective puzzler on April 26th on Steam. So we I'm it. reminding him, Sean, because I'm going to plug this game because it has a beautiful, nah. <laughs> it's just so beautiful. I don't know what it is about it that really draws me in. But All right. You're, you're taking my Make anyway, Sale spotlight, yes, okay? Make Sale today. It's coming out with Make Sale today. Check it out. And if you like Check it, it, buy it. Steam. Give them some early reviews. If you enjoy creating stuff, you enjoying just building, Seriously. just do it. Do it. Absolutely. Be the person. All right? Anyway. Now. We are on the, to dun, the dun, final dun. Okay, I'm going to have to definitely plug in that song right there. Right there, right there. Anyway, so what we're going to be doing for you guys is because uh, there wasn't really much to add to a lot of the discussions that we've done. Uh, to be frankly honest, mobile gaming might have been interesting, but uh, we did not manage that. Uh, I guess from now on, what I'm, we're going to try to do is tell you what we're going to be covering in the final app uh the episode before so you have something to look forward to um ideally in an ideal world uh so like i can say for things pop Tuesdays, up last minute so just exactly to go if, if a more salt. important story pops we'll up like you can imagine it's getting popped over but then you'll understand why but regardless for tuesday we'll be covering why game developers seek are seeking to unionize and i feel like it's a pretty interesting topic it dominated and actually had a pretty uh, he did roundtable discussion at the Game Developers Conference this year, and uh, it was also a subject like, you know, the working conditions of game developers is sort of infamously bad. Uh, you're giving him too much detail, man. You're, you're ruining it. You're ruining it's it. It's, it's getting spoiled. It's infamously bad, and about. we're going saying. to then cover it like this is... We touched on it before. This is up we're going to cover shit up on in her. Anyway... If you don't know who that is, so, Google's your friend. Anyway, Google anyway, will be anyway, your friend. we're gonna ask uh, right each now other. We're gonna go over yeah. a couple questions. You do. You introduce it to yeah. him. We, we're I gonna just, ask it. Like, yeah. It's just an easy, quick thing. We're trying to get our personalities out there, right? We both have a couple questions that we want to ask each other, <laughs> just so the audience can get a feel for where their heads at. I agree. <laughs> sort of what we think about when we're doing this and uh i don't know I, i'm interested to le- hear about your answers because yeah, I kind so of thought you guys these add and- us at people like games on twitter with what your answers would be to some of these questions <laughs> maybe we'll shoot out a poll as well and we'll see what we're, we get going but i'm gonna let lilo start off with his first question all right so this is more of a ramble it's not like a question per se it's a discussion topic and it's just sort of how you feel now that you've recently got into your foray of working, right? Your time is limited, okay? So you've joined the real world and people work nine to five, that kind of shit. So with your responsibilities and such, do you still think of yourself as a gamer? Or do you think that because of the time limits that you have, gaming is more of a hobby? And at what point do you think 
like is is a time commitment necessary to consider yourself a gamer or is it more of a frame mod like that is actually a really great question (laughs) that's actually a really great question um it is interesting because with the gaming there are a lot of games that i've played but at the same time that i don't feel the need to own so like i've played dragon ball fighter z right i played it for say six seven hours it's enough to be like yo i'm a perfect you know I'm, right. I'm, I have a perfect knowledge of every single combat technique, et cetera. No, no, no. There's experts there. It's like Counter-Strike. There's a lot of places where you'll find better expertise than here. But what you're going to find here is interesting analysis on a wider range of topics that will give you, if you listen to this show twice a week, like you'll know what you're getting out of the show. So I, I love the industry. I you love the, the, fo- the art form. And so I'm a gamer because we grew up with games. It was sort of ingrained in terms of like at no point did i never not have a console you know regardless of Mm -hmm. how much i was playing do you think it's because it was a hobby that it made you a gamer or like you know i mean it was our hobby if we weren't playing sports we were playing games that's what it was all about it sort of has become where we loved it as a hobby because there was no way forward in it and now there is a larger industry that is capable of supporting a wider range so it sort of can become something more than a hobby and so it's like have i always wanted to be like hey i really love this industry i, I would want to go into it like i'm sure at points where i was like it would be really cool like some playing something like bioshock for me as we were talking about with what what does a game do to you I, I look at it as a medium that as an interactive medium where every other television etc this is long-winded i'm about to wrap this up but every other medium you get to <laughs> Yeah, we got, we got time, man. We got we got nothing but time, and I'm like I was in, genuinely interested in your question. I don't know now that you have less time to play games, you appreciate it more, and does that put you in more it, in the mindset? There's, it's there's just, not enough you know, games that that speak to what I like in games. That's a, that's a God's honest truth. Where like I, I can get seven hours into DBZ and a DB Fighter Z and be like, all right, I pretty much caught up with what that game's about. Uh, you know, like I, I can that. play right, Sea right, Thieves right. for three hours and be like, all right, I got your gist, like. I could continue putting it's time like in. A book. Exactly. It's like skimming and a book. for me, like I still enjoy gaming as a social experience. Like, will I sit down and play solos in Fortnite for four hours? No, I will sit and play a, a multiplayer. Like, I'll play a, a first player game. Like, what I do often now is just play like Xbox 360 games, like on my Xbox, because it's like mm-hmm. games that I used to love that I didn't have the time for. I wanted to play because I had access to, but now I don't have time for. It's a cruel thing, life. Um, but mm-hmm. no, I don't enjoy games right. as much as I used to, because. Un- oh man! No, 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 no. I, I was fuck? going to say I don't enjoy them as much as I used to because I don't have access to all of them. And so I'm just like a little bitter about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm just, just resentful. resentful. So like, I want a Nintendo. I look at Splatoon. I'm like, that's why we have Wii will cover. All right, I'll let you borrow the Nintendo what Switch. A, what about you? What about you? So you, where? How do you? Because that's going to be a contentious debate. What do you define as someone who is actual gamer? Someone who has the PC? Someone who's been sort of dedicated into a further realm of it? Yeah, no, How do you I, define I it? I think you touched on a lot of things that I would have. I think I define gaming as someone who considers it a hobby and is not afraid to talk about it. And it, when I say not afraid to talk about it, some people just don't like bringing up other things that people don't like. I don't. It's cool. It's like I think it's what you choose to do in your free time, and that's what I consider a gamer. So I would consider someone who plays a game and plays a game maybe like an hour a day, two hours a day, as a gamer, I just I really would because they choose to invest their free time into something and it could have been anything else. It could have been reading, it could have been writing, it could have been playing a sport, but instead they chose to do it and invest their own time that they're never going to get back into a game. And it's considered a hobby at that point. It's just like anything else that would be considered a hobby, but it also makes you a gamer. That's that's where I define it. That's what I choose to do. I come home from work and like I eat dinner, watch some TV. I read some books, but I also play some games, and that's why it's my hobby, and that's why I consider myself a gamer. Plus, at any point, if you have more than one console, you're definitely a gamer. That's true. One hundred percent. Two or more, two or more, you're definitely a gamer. One, it depends on how much you play it, and if you choose to play. Like if you only have if you only have the the funds to buy an Xbox or a PlayStation, then, it, then, then that's dude, one thing. That's fine. But if you play, 
Yeah, but then, like, if you have enough time and you still choose to play that all the time, fuck yeah. If you're just choosing to play it because you're bored, then that's something else. I still think you're a gamer. You're a gamer. That Everyone's gamer. All right, everyone. That I agree. So <laughs> I guess now my question seems a little... Uh, a little pale in comparison because it's going to be so then i'm going Amateur to say know, i'm going to change that hard. on which console <laughs> what? did you make your most meaningful memories in gaming dude that's like this uh, is a hard yeah, one like you got so many consoles all right let's let's listen yeah one listen of the questions are top got... five consoles so we'll, let's start with top five and then we'll go to that was see. Exactly. That's where I was going. Exactly. Fuck, man. I know. That was okay. Either way, we were in the same line. All right. Great mind. So top five consoles. Let's list them out first. Go with number five. No, I don't oh, even know where fuck, to start, man. Like, would you consider PC a console? No, no, no. I don't PCs, think so. PCs, I, I think PC is yeah, just the whole genre. Yeah. And like, it sucks because PCs can be integrated over time. And there's and a lot of games that you played on PC like, that you wouldn't destroy. have played on console. Right. Depends on the game. Right. We're going to say like, it depends on the game. It's just so different. So we're talking about, if you're talking consoles yeah. specific. Console specific. Then I would go with PS2 is, oh man, PS2 is in the top five for sure. GameCube is definitely in the top five. Uh, Xbox 360. No, no, no. Just Xbox. No, Xbox 360. Xbox 360. Um, Nintendo Switch is up there. And then the Wii. The original Wii. All right, so I say PS2 because that's the one I first got. My uncle actually gave me the console. It was really cool. He just started a new job, and he's like a real big guy on Wall Street. So he, like this random uncle that I hadn't talked to in a very long time, brought over PS2 for me. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yo, uncle, adopt me. That same day, my dad me. and I went out and bought SSX Tricky. Dude, isn't that so fucking awesome. sweet? It was so, so epic. Awesome. Oh, man. So PS2 is one of those consoles that like, it was my first fond memories. I had a PlayStation and I had all this other stuff, but um, I don't know. PS2 was like SSX Tricky. You couldn't, if you don't know what that game is, look it up. The best snowboarding game ever. It was essentially Tony Hawk for PlayStation that I agree 2. With. You know, Tony yeah, Hawk yeah, yeah. Rider. Yeah, like just doing around, fucking around, doing some sick tricks and like not really caring how high you're flying. GameCube, just because of all the fun things that it brought, the Smash, I think the controller is still one of the most uh, comfortable yeah. to hold in your hands and double dash and things like that like pikmin those are really fun games that i enjoyed um the wii biggest yeah. best selling console of all time yeah. right now right yeah, but there's a couple of good games for wii, fucking insane overall pretty mediocre and like just just the novel experience of getting yeah. your family involved that was the console that was like oh you want to play bowling together what yeah, you want to play tennis together you want to do this that's also and that? very true i can't argue that you know like <laughs> yeah communal factor um Xbox 360 because I think it, that's the the one that made multiplayer. Yeah, I, would, epic. I wouldn't disagree. That's where you had a Halo come out and like we were playing COD, Halo, FIFA all against each other, and that's when we were in high school in yeah. the, like 2005, six, seven. Xbox really era, had it popping with that one, dude. It was. Oh, I'm, gonna, was I'm gonna look up the Xbox I'm gonna look up the lifetime sales for next episode of the 360 versus the PS3. I wonder who won that race. Yeah, I mean, I know honestly, we won. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Sony won it. Sony would definitely, I think, win that because Sony's more of a global brand. Xbox is just United States centric. But that's also true. That's a good point. We'll see. What are, What are your top five? Anyway, I think I only said four, but I forgot what my last one was. What's your top five? I'm gonna say the original. No, I want to say the original PlayStation because it that that's the one for me that brings the original PlayStation and then Xbox because they both bring back sentimental memories of video gaming when it was just like being a kid and being like yo i'm gonna go to blockbuster and get the harry potter game or sorcerer stone blockbuster, you know not a name exactly you and before. be going to blockbuster because that's what people forget man like now all of a sudden game pass is coming out but like you know people people didn't just go to blockbuster for movies like that was a spot for games Dude, before Netflix, yeah. it was Blockbuster. Before Game Pass, exactly. it was Blockbuster. Blockbuster was the king. There was Hollywood Video, Yeah, exactly. Too. Yeah, I do. Yo, if they shit. didn't have it at Blockbuster, <laughs> you'd go to Hollywood Video. The beta version. Seriously. Yeah, exactly. And they were across yeah, the street Yeah, exactly. Us. Across the street. And, oh, legit. you know, that was a time where I'm like, yo, it's like the it relates to the first question, where I had the most time to play games and the least amount of worries while playing games. And I was like... That just is like mm-hmm. that was like golden years of gaming. You know, as much as I love the Sega, like we were just 
still younger and kids, which is funny that even regardless, that was our generation. We played it. It was like our actual like gaming sort of started on uh, PlayStation one. That's when our generation of consoling sort of began no. uh, in terms of graphically outputs, et cetera, for jump to 3d anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I would put up, uh, I'm going to put up the game boy color in there. I'm going to, Oh, yeah. dude, I didn't even think about yeah. those. Holy shit. That's a good point. I exactly. I played a fuck ton of Pokemon. Exactly. I didn't even like, think about that shit. Like, that was mobile. You could bring that wherever red, you wanted. Between red, blue, oh, gold, man. silver, yellow, and, you dude. know. Oh, man. Bomberman. Bomberman, like, like, all these random fucking yeah, games. Yeah, Game Boy like, Color saw dude, a lot of uses. That's a good call. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. It's Game Boy Color. And those things are like Nokia's. They yeah. never really fucking died. Exactly. At least mine didn't die. I just I need to go find one set. to be frankly honest. I want to go use that shit. But yeah, so I, I I put that as well. That's three over there. Um, that's three. I guess for four, I'm going to go with, even though it's a little slightly difficult question. I guess you did four, so I'm going to do four too, just to round it out fairly. Um, yeah. I want to say the 360 as well, just because, you know, that was online gaming. Because as I said, like, I, I'm just more, I really love video games as a means to being, like, social. Like, I could call you, you could call social. someone once a week, or yeah. you could just be like, yo, let's just game once a week and talk in the meantime. And so, uh, I guess mm-hmm. the 360, I guess Xbox One is one of my least favorites, just because what a whack-ass much like, years and years and years of shitty titles, like... Jesus, Microsoft. That was our last. Oh, you, you got a couple good ones, but yes, I, I, I tra- transitioned to PC, so yeah. I can't even blame you. Red there. Dead's a I, Red Dead's a banger at the you. end. So, uh, yeah, it's bringing it back. Right, what's bringing it back? Your, what else you got? Right. My next question. Okay, so in line with game consoles, um, what would you say is your go-to game at the moment? Right, and why? But more specifically, the why? Right, what is it that makes you enjoy the game? per se and do you think games are like social media in that social media is hardwired well i mean it is it let me let me backtrack do you agree that games are like social media and that they're wired to give you that dopamine hit they're essentially preying on your psychological tendencies to bring you back or do you think games are a little bit better in that sense where you're trying to tell a story whereas Social media is just trying to pull you in and I games think, are more so I think trying games to give you an experience. are like oh, no. anything else in life where there's, like you were saying, for you, for you it was a hobby. And for a lot of people, gaming may have been escapism where, you know, necessarily things in the real world weren't working as well. So they would go to video games. And so uh, I guess what I'm playing right now, I guess, would be the first question. So I, I would say, I, I mean... I, Overwatch and Fortnite, obviously, we, we go back and forth. But in terms of, like, what I sit down and play, like I'm, I'm replaying the original Bioshock just because I bought the uh, HD Mastered Collection. It was, like, for cheap. <laughs> so, like, I'm playing right. that. I'm, I'm replaying the Batman games. I feel like the Batman Telltale games are actually really interesting. Um, I played one of them. It was pretty cool. Yeah, the story. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can pick and choose. Yeah, I do enjoy exactly. that. So why? Why do you keep going back to these games? Why do you choose Bioshock? I mean, like, you yeah, kind of touched on I, I last, touched on last episode. Because it's the like, same thing I was saying, which is like, for me, if I'm going to, it's the same reason, same way I look at television or movies or anything. If I'm going to put my time into something, it better be worth it. And so to be like, yo, I'm going to play those two games. Those games are because all my friends are playing those games. As much as I enjoy them as well, there's a social element that adds a fun element that makes those games even more enjoyable than they would be by themselves. Whereas these other games, they speak right. to a different element of myself where like, I don't want to be playing Bioshock multiplayer. I want to be sort of engrossed in these stories. I play Red Dead again. I play LA Noir again. Like I just go back and play right. closed stories because as much as I like an open world game, there's no progress and point like rankings, like getting zero to a hundred and then back again, it doesn't do as much as being like, this is where this story started. This is where it ended. And you played it through the end. You know, there's an right. enjoyment to me. Right, right. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I hear you. Com- exactly. Completion, closure. That's what you're looking for. You're looking yeah. for all that shit. I get it. Life um, is hectic, man. I you got to take closure where you can. It's like people like books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. No, I feel you. Uh, 
I would say that right now my favorite game that I keep going back to is Overwatch. Um, I'm a huge Overwatch fan, and that's just because for me, I strive. I love competition, so it's just fun. Coupled that with the camaraderie sense that you're talking about, I can play with friends, but I'm also I'm also really good at playing alone. So I played LOL a shit ton. Like I put in probably close to 500, 600 hours in LOL back in the day, and I played that now for years. Now it's popular and can't even be a and pro. I mean, yeah, no, right? I'm not even close to being a pro. I'm still shit. But the idea was that I, I love interacting with new people and trying to find a way to make it work. And I think it's in, indicative of what you can do in society and sort of how well can you coordinate with these people that you've never met before and achieve a goal together. And that's what the human race yeah. is supposed to do. That's I, that's where I draw parallels, right? But for Overwatch 2, couple that with... We have third-party apps, right, that tell you your skill rating. You can see metrics that are showing if you're improving or not. Speaking and that of Oversumo, cool you guys got to come on the show, dogs. Physically. Yeah, seriously. Exactly. Yeah, yes, like, thank you, Oversumo. Trying to figure out where you are and how good you are is very that's, – that's for me, is my dopamine hit. I want to see if I'm getting better because if I'm doing something and I'm not getting better, yeah. then I'm fucking pissed, right? There's no reason to be doing it. You shouldn't be doing something if you're not trying to strive for something greater and getting better. So that's me playing a competitive game playing with other people enjoying it and seeing statistics on getting better i like to aimlessly do shit a lot so that's not as much for me (laughs) like open world i can't i can't do open world games because the lack of linearity means i'll never finish i'm just gonna just keep roaming and people be like what were you doing for like 100 hours like i don't know Run around, dog. You're like, you're fucking around. Just, just like, fucking around. Yeah. Exactly. It, right? Other places are like, it. go from here to here, and everyone's like, oh, they're constraining your gameplay. I'm like, no, they're teaching you. It's like the cushion. It's like the bumpers on bowling pins. <laughs> I got exactly. bumpers. You got bumpers. Yeah. I like yeah. my linear games. No, I'm, I hear you. I'm teasing. I, I like them within the realm of maintaining a storyline and not trying to piecemeal a storyline into a open world game but regardless i guess mm-hmm. now it's going to be my turn to ask our final question is this our final sorry se- is no, my it's your second? second this is is your right, second well, yeah we're gonna have two options we're gonna have the option to go to two questions or go to three questions and run this baby we're it'll be quick. quick that's cool I'm right, down well, with that. yeah but my, my question's a prediction, oh, a prediction? that's it it's gonna All be right, in two so seconds so i guess my question would yeah. be uh, if you could have any game uh, made, whether it's a remake or a series you hope releases another chapter in the near future, what would it be? Oh, you fucker. You actually gave me a heads up for this, but I, I didn't know. think it was going to be coming up. Okay. Uh, I That's see where you um, hide everything, man. So I actually thought sight. about this. Dude, this is one of the, the, the questions that, like, as soon as I read the question... Because he wrote it down on a drive sheet that we share. Anyway, as soon as I read the question, it came to me right away. And I don't know why it was the first thought I had. But I remember playing these Harry Potter yes. games. Right? Every single Harry Potter Every had a movie fucking used to have a game, game that came, that came out, out for with the it. movie. Yeah, that's Every movie had stop. a game, right? Yo, and the games are so and actually pretty involved. Yes. And they were pretty fucking sweet. Sorcerer Stone, I, man. I was just that like, was my jam. I would love to have those games come out on PC or something sort of like uh, the yo, Lego the, versions. Have you played the uh, Lego yeah. version of the Harry like, Potter games? Because Yeah, the Lego yeah. Harry Potters are amazing. Yeah. They're so much shit, I'm fun. Gonna, I'm going to go buy that shit. I was just thinking like the one we'll I was Lego talking Harry about Potter specifically like just, games. those Harry Potter games are great. Dude, I love oh, Harry Potter. Yes, we can do PLG Harry Potter section. are going to be Harry Potter yeah, Harry Potter Lego because, games because yeah. we can totally Yo, do shit. that. Well, you can make it happen. What? That Lo- shit just happened. <laughs> anyway, continue, dude. Continue. Right, I'm in. I'm in. I'm down. Um, I was gonna say, there's a game that came out that was Harry Potter related. And it was about the Quidditch. It was just a Quidditch game, but the mechanics in the game were actually very intuitive and understanding and that's the game i would want you to remake i think quidditch as in like through video games could be an awesome fucking medium being able to run around and actually have seven people like controlling things please warner brothers let jk rowling sell the rights for quidditch so that someone can make a fucking game that is awesome if i could be a beater and run around and have mechanics that influence imagine like an overwatch style game but playing quidditch the quidditch world cup how sick would that be Yes. Yes. The PlayStation Two. Oh, I'm telling. I'm, I'm telling it for the uh, GameCube. For the listeners, it's on GameCube, PlayStation Two. 
Oh, oh, oh. And was yeah, it? No, it doesn't look yeah. like it was on Xbox or Xbox. Uh, these graphics are awful. No, it was GameCube. That's when uh, I played it. Yes, I agree. But you see, the problem sweet. is, uh, it's sort of like why there has not been a good lacrosse game. I feel like the individual variability of the of the game was something that sort of eluded them on earlier systems, which is there's so many individual moves that okay. could potentially be made. But now, now they don't have an excuse right. where they could remake a game like this on either PC or on a console. It would be yeah, so but, cool. Oh it would God. be so cool. You'd have seven on seven playing a controller. Like you have the people mobile quitting. You find your quaffle round. You got a seeker. Everyone would pick auto pick seeker. Dude, Everyone you would, would literally and just have try to a Fortnite level frenzy on a game like that. You, yeah. it would be insane. It would yeah, be seriously. so good. I'm, that's the <laughs> that, game yeah. that, like, uh, well, oh, I'm, man. I'm putting my weight down on that one. I'm with that. I'm with that, but Solid. anyway, um, right. now I guess it is going to be. It's my yeah, third question. Your third question. And we're also going to answer why, in a future episode, why movies or why games about movies stop coming out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good question. Um, wait, actually, let's backtrack because I never asked you what game, what series or game would oh, you shit. want remade? I forgot. I did not answer that. The future. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I kind of forgot to ask you. I was gonna fairness. say Final Fantasy Nine because I, I I remember that four disc game and it was something I just never beat. I'd always get to the third disc and I just never had the time to finish it. I remember know why. And I was like, yo, this game would be so dope if it was remade. <laughs> and apparently it got remade. So that'd be cool. I guess my other question, my other answer with that to that would be Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, I know. Oh, they tease man. us. They tease remade? us. It hasn't even come out. And it's fucking yeah, remade. Exactly. Uh, releases another, another chapter, chapter in the near future, future yeah. maybe. I think we're both exactly. in the same boat. So that's it for me. Kingdom Hearts. We can do a whole, a whole segment on just Kingdom Hearts story, but we'll we'll spare you the the agony later, or Seriously. agony for later rather. All right, wrap it All up. Right. Uh, my quick question: This, yeah, let's wrap it up. It's gonna be, give me a game of the year prediction in the sense that, what type of studio do you think is going to make the game of the year? Do you think it's gonna be a studio that's had ten plus years in the business? Do you think it's gonna be a studio that's had five to ten years in the business, or do you think it's gonna be a new studio? That's had that's brand if, new to five years. If Fortnite so five, five maintains 10, 10 momentum for at least a few more months, Fortnite will be game of the year. Unfortunately, whether I want to agree with it or not, because they gave it to PUBG, and so they, there's no reason not to give Fortnite the biggest game of the year. Like it's been. Yeah, but didn't so it depends on how you define game of the year because Fortnite came out last year too. Came out. Yeah, with I agree, but PUBG. there's no reason that they so wouldn't. like differentiate it now i guess i guess my prediction would be it's obviously not a racing game it's obviously not a fighting game i think uh monster hunter world is competition you know Ooh, you know that's how that's a good one. Oh, oh excuse me <laughs> red dead yeah it's oh, oh, it's yeah. gonna be red dead versus oh, man, smash versus dumb. uh monster hunter world versus xbox gets nothing because they pushed They've, Give me the company. So I guess the, the games yeah. that you listed have companies uh, that are are all created yeah, by companies that are exactly. ten plus years. So I would say a well tenured yeah. company, someone who's been in the business, who knows There's what no they're doing. No cuphead on okay. the horizon. All right. Yeah. What about you? Right, I feel you. Cool. Uh, counting here. No, I I'd be in agreement. I think um, unless you have something that pops out of like essentially gains stratospheric momentum early. I really think it's going to be something big like that. And you've got Red Dead. Mm -hmm. You've, I don't know. You got the Metroid game coming out later this yeah. year. Metroid 4. And then you got a couple other things. Like, yeah, there's, there's some big name games coming out. And those are probably yeah. going to take the cake. So big big name games coming out by well-tenured yeah, companies. It's always go going to be well-tenured companies. Well -tenured companies. It is going to probably see consolidation as well when microsoft buys one of those companies and then microsoft's like hey we got nominated for game of the year and it's like no you didn't know you bought that company but we'll cross that bridge <laughs> yeah, sorry you had uh CFDs. i guess i guess my final <laughs> question will be um wow this is a, this is uh this is a tricky one um favorite pokemon color it's almost like you you didn't oh shit favorite yeah. pokemon color um 
I started out with blue and I'm a weirdo. I would have said red because I thought it was red, but I realized it was blue and I was upset that it was blue yeah. because my friends got red, but I had to get yeah. blue because they got That's red funny. so we could trade uh, Pokemon. Yeah, you know? I actually had blue so, too and I wanted red because Charizard just looks so fly on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, man. He just looks so... Exactly. Instead, we got fucking Blastoise. Yeah. And Blastoise like, is alright, but he's not Charizard. <sighs> but I started out with blue. No, he was the first one and I think... Um, that's probably my favorite color just because yeah. I started everything, man. I mean, that's, for me, for me, it's literally in, in, in direction of the release. So it's like blue, then silver. That's what, so I had blue with, oh, and I guess the question is, which ones did you add? I had blue, silver, uh, and ruby and yellow. Okay. So blue, silver, also gold. Or yellow, I guess, whatever the fuck you just well, call yeah, it. The Pikachu also, version, um, not the gold. I had pearl. I had pearl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Pikachu and version. the gold. Oh, oh. And then there was also what is it? Uh, Pokemon Snapchat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap. Yeah, Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon Stadium. That's what it was. That that is Pokemon no, Stadium. No, it is. It's Pokemon Snap, right? Wow. Maybe I had both. I probably had both. I had everything Pokemon. Do you even poke a bra? Dude, Do you even I'm all poke about a bra? Harry Potter. And Do you even poke a bra? I don't. Pikachu's so anyway. upset. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah, I think I think we got we got you guys pretty much covered for the day. Uh, we hope you enjoyed yourself. Yeah. That was actually I awesome. That I enjoyed that. I because there's like things. A little rapport going on that I, you know, I wasn't sure of your yeah. answers, so it's, it's nice, nice to, to hear, hear us like, not be either yeah. reaffirmed in my opinion of you or hate you entirely after this fucking episode, considering we have well, differing opinions. My, that kind of the thing. beauty of so, it all. It like and I'm a very agreeable person, surprisingly. I was saying that. I was saying I'm this. Saying I was saying this, right? You were pretty I was telling Lilo just last night. I was like, yo, people pay Solo to be an egomaniac, but it's not Solo's fault. He's a creative genius. And it's not. <laughs> See, everything that Solo exactly. says is unoriginal because I he's am. just copying Kanye. That's in case not a you quote He's just quote. copying Kanye. So, All right. You know, yeah, gonna, yeah. you know how I'm going to respond there? Though. You don't have the answer, Sway. Mm, well, mm, exactly. Interesting. <laughs> you meme. just got memes. And, and speaking like of memes, that. I guess that's about that. We out. We out. We out. <laughs> We're going to fade into the bushes with the peace sign. Godspeed. And, and yeah, we'll see you. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you Tuesday. Yo, hit us up. Let us know if you're out there. And we will talk to you on Tuesday. Later.